This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Episode 120, Should You Become a Banner Tow Pilot with Joe Myers of AerialBanners.com. You know, the new ATP requirements have increased the hours to 1,500 for most to be able to apply for an airline job. But how do you build the hours? You can flight instruct, but what if you don't want to teach? You can rent a plane and build hours, but what if you don't have the money? You can also purchase your own airplane and fly as much as you want, but that also requires a capital outlay. One unique, lucrative, and outstanding opportunity to build time while honing your flying skills, is becoming a banner tow pilot. You'll learn energy management, how to use your rudder properly, decision-making skills, and more by flying as a banner tow pilot. To help us understand the opportunities and to help answer the question, should you become a banner tow pilot, I'm joined by Joe Myers of aerialbanners.com. Joe is a commercial pilot flying charter in a Beach King Air and also a banner tow pilot with hundreds of hours behind the stick of a tow plane. Joe is an accomplished pilot and a great person who, as you'll tell by his enthusiasm, just loves his job and his career. But before we get going, a real thanks and a shout-out to our sponsor this evening, and that is AerialBanners.com. You know, when you hear an airplane, you instinctively look up. That is what makes this form of advertising so effective. Aerial advertising reaches people away from home and work, generally in an environment where they are relaxed. Few forms of media have access to such a receptive audience. AerialBanners.com offers aerial advertising nationwide. The staff at AerialBanners.com are professionals who have over 22 years' experience advertising for both local and national corporations. Aerial Banners flies over all of America's beaches, highways, stadiums, parks, cruise ships, golf courses, and any other place you can think of. Aerial Banners' eye-catching yellow birds gets the job done. Aerial Banners can produce and fly your custom, high-definition, digitally reproduced aerial billboard anywhere in the nation. Contact them today for pricing and options that are right for you at aerialbanners.com. Aerial Banners also offers great opportunities for pilots seeking a challenging and lucrative career as a banner tow pilot. To help us understand what it's like to be a banner tow pilot and discover if you should become a banner tow pilot, I'm boy, joined by Joe Myers. And Joe is actually on location at the banner tow facility that he works at. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. Hey, Carl. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's great to, to, to just talk to you and just the fact that you are just so so passionate about aviation. Uh, before we get uh, get going, Joe, I know you've shared this story with me before because, full disclosure, Joe's done some uh, career coaching with us here at Aviation Careers Podcast and has been listening for a while. But uh, why did you finally decide to get into flying for a living? Well, I got into flying, Carl. Um, I was actually a jet mechanic in the Air Force, and I, I kind of fell in love with that. And uh, when my time to re-enlist or get out came up, I really decided, you know what, let's let's try my hand at this career. I've really fallen in love with this. So um, I was married at the time. Uh, well, I'm still married. Um, <laughs> but my wife and I decided to, hey, let's yeah, let's give it a shot. And so thankfully, um, uh, many pilots who are married know the, the only way to make it is with a very patient wife. And so my wife was very encouraging and patient with me. And, and that's kind of how we got started. 
Well, that's awesome. It's it's really a blessing to have somebody uh, that is you know behind you and supporting you, whether it's your spouse, your family, etc. And I think what you did is really important: is is brought in your whole family in the conversation and said, "Hey, you know, this is what this is what I want to do, and uh, and this is what I want to be when I when I go out and uh, into the world and and become uh, a pilot or in any career. I want to be around aviation and and flying because people are are really really." Wonderful people. Um, by the way, you know, a little bit uh, about banner towing. What what actually is it like to be a banner tow pilot? Um, well, what I tell people it's like, um, because I think there's, uh, people don't really understand what it's like to, to be a banner tow pilot. Um, so what I tell people is, if you drive on the interstate um, and you try to keep one wheel um, on, the, on the white line on the side of the road the whole time, um, and, and you maintain a speed and you maintain that, then that's kind of what it's like because as a banner tower, you have to maintain a very specific altitude, um, either over a location, over land or over water, um, just to maintain safety and, and really be aware of everything around you. Um, so that's kind of how I describe it to the non-flyers. Um, and to the flyers, I just say, hey, you really just got to be a good stick and rudder guy. Um, you got to be very good at decision making and really just, you know, maintaining that, that, that altitude at a very slow speed that you're chasing a stall buffet almost all day. So that's interesting. You said that you're chasing a stall buffet almost all day. So you're trying to go as, as slow as possible. That, that sounds a, a little bit, uh, I guess a little bit risky, I would think. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about that. I think there's this misconception that banner tow pilots are kind of working in the fringes and, you know, they're, they're the, the cowboys and, you know, of the industry. Uh, but I think your experience has been a little bit different. So first of all, let's talk a little bit about the risks that's involved and uh, some of the challenges of being a, a banner tow pilot. But also let's dispel some of those rumors. Why don't we, Joe? That sounds great. Let's get started. So as far as the actual risks involved, what type of risks uh, are involved as far as being a banner tow pilot? You just spoke of one of them. You're flying really close to stall, but you're also, I'm assuming, flying close to the ground. Yeah, and, and those are probably your biggest two is your, your low and slow, we call it. Um, so we're, we, we're kind of like Cadillacs. Um, but uh, another thing is you're often in, in congested areas, you know, especially towing on the beaches down here in South Florida. Um, there are banner towers everywhere. There are there are weekend warriors out for a stroll that aren't on frequency. There there are uh, class B and C airspaces with inbounds coming in and out that you you're hopefully in contact with ATC and, and they're giving you uh, alerts for that. But you have to be very vigilant. Um, and be ready to make make any any of those decisions. So um, another thing that you deal with uh, in banner towing because you're so slow um, is that I mean it's it's in your high power settings it's easy to get you know things like carbides even down here in South Florida. So being uh, very adapt to your procedures and, and knowing what to do and and having a calm mindset uh, all comes into play. Um, I think when you're when you're towing banners. There's also, I've heard people talk about overheating the engine and that type of thing. Have you run into those problems, or is there something specifically on your airplane that they have to change so your airplane doesn't overheat as much? Uh, there, there are, and some guys have run into those problems, and we've, we've, our maintenance teams have, have kind of worked through a lot of that. Um, the airplanes that I've flown have been uh, Piper Pawnees or PA-25s, and, and what our maintain, maintenance team has done is put in an exterior, um, air oil cooler, um, 
on on the aircraft. So it has two of them. And then our training machines, we use an old Cessna 305, which is uh, a Cessna bird dog, uh, which was an old Vietnam uh, reconnaissance. Cool uh, plane. Kind of, yeah, super neat plane. And so they've actually doubled up on on the cooling system uh, just to alleviate um, those risk factors for for the pilots that are in the air. Interesting. So Let's talk a little bit about the banner tow. All the planes you're talking about seem to be tail draggers. So uh, some of the challenges we mentioned of becoming a banner tow pilot, uh, you you do or you should have your tailwheel endorsement or at least be competent enough to, to and patient enough to go out there and get your tailwheel endorsement. What if somebody uh, doesn't have their tailwheel? Is that somebody that you think could become a banner tow pilot? Absolutely. Um, we've actually had some guys that have shown up and wanted to do an interview um, and have had the, the right number of hours and, and experience that, that the banner, um, our chief pilot over there is looking for. And uh, if they don't have it, we, we know some great instructors. And what we usually do is refer them to, to people that we know and we trust and we know are safe and we'll teach them um, everything that they yeah. need to do. Um, and, and it's really up to the pilot. How, how fast you get get done. Of, of course, a tailwheel is just an endorsement, so you don't need a required number of hours to do that. Um, my tailwheel endorsement, I think, took me 20 because I was in a 141 school and it was just the syllabus, so you had to do it no matter what. Um, and so that was good for me uh, because I got to show up to work with, with a tailwheel endorsement. So it does help. Um, and again, yeah, that's another risk factor. If you've never flown a tailwheel before, it's, it's a little different, we'll say. Um, than flying a, a tricycle gear. Yeah, it's more uh, the, the conventional, I guess. It's it's what what they started with, with tail draggers. So, you know, people have been flying them for years and flying them safely. One of the things that you just said that it just piqued my interest, you said you had 20 hours and it was involved in your the program that you were in to get your, I guess, private pilot certificate. There's not a lot of schools out there that do that that I know of. There's there's very very few. What a what a great opportunity. Uh, what what school did you go to, if you don't mind me asking, uh, to get that type of time? Um, I went to a school in East Texas called uh, Laterno University. They're a 141 uh, flight school. They do pro flight. They do mission aviation emphasis. Uh, they do an AMP school, um, and so they can really prepare you for anything. Um, I got my private pilot in a Cessna 172 and then took a tailwheel endorsement as I was part of their um, mission emphasis program. Um, but they soon after I got my private pilot, they switched all of their private pilots to the tailwheel just because it really solidifies in a young pilot stick and rudder skills, which are which are essentially even, as you know, getting into the big airlines. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought that point up. Because a lot of people don't think we use our rudders when we fly a larger airplane. And I will admit that the the stick and rudder, certain stick and rudder skills does go by the wayside when you fly an airliner. Uh, you have, you know, basically everything's automated. Uh, and in the turns, et cetera, you don't use the rudder as much. But I will say one thing. You always, always, always will be using your rudder on landing, especially in a crosswind. And you can tell the, the people that have, have actually flown either general aviation or tailwheel, uh, they definitely don't have any side loading when they land. They go right down the, the center of the runway, and they do a great job there. And if somebody is out there saying, gosh, I don't really need these skills, I, I'll never forget I had a, a person when I was 
doing my CFI. I said, oh, don't worry about putting your airlines into the wind and your rudder. Uh, you're going to be an airline pilot. You don't have to worry about those things. And boy, uh, was that person wrong. You really do need to have those stick and rudder skills. And it's something that's incredibly important. You know, an airplane is an airplane. And uh, landing an airplane in a crosswind, you know, it's the same no matter which airplane you fly. So make sure you do have those stick and rudder skills is, is you know, basically what we're trying to say there. But getting back to the to the banner tow pilot, you are definitely uh, always all day long using your feet and that rudder, and it almost becomes second nature, doesn't it? It does become second nature, and it's it's funny because you end up um, riding probably your right rudder um, almost all day, and so your leg can get pretty tired. It's funny you bring up crosswind um, as another danger, not only just being a, a tailwheel pilot, but um, when you have a banner in tow, um, your crosswind correction can easily double. Um, so when when you think you got to hold a five degree crosswind and without a banner in tow, you're looking to ten to fifteen degree crosswind correction when you have a banner in tow to maintain your line for the advertisement portion. And you're going to be flying in your career at uh, the limits of your aircraft because when you are moving on to an airline, say. Uh, you will be landing in some very challenging conditions and crosswinds, et cetera. And this is some some incredible training to get you ready for that. Um, and you know, so so what I'm trying to say there's, uh, and I think you can tell we're leaning this way right now is there's been some I guess misconceptions uh, amongst uh, people what the banner tow world is all about. Uh, I think uh, Joe, you had mentioned prior to this that sometimes you you think about being at the the some people think it's at the bottom of the barrel that's the last thing you want to do whereas it shouldn't be that way should it joe no it shouldn't and uh you know as we were honest with each other i mean that's how i felt but um my wife and i we we left my college um i we i just needed to find work and i had 200 hours and the minimums had gone up to 1500 to get a real job and and so i was we were really in a tight spot and so i re- resulted in in applying at a, a banner tow company um, just because I was like, I need to, I either need to use my certificate or I'll probably end up doing something else for the rest of my life. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of people do believe that it's at that bottom of the barrel. Um, but it, it hones a lot of skills. Um, one, because you understand slow flight, uh, two, you have to understand your navigation because sometimes I'm, we don't all have that fancy equipment in the airplane that tells us where to go. Um, so those children of the magenta line are no more in banner towing. You, you really have to know where you are and where you're going and, and what you plan to do when you get there. Um, and, and so you're in the airplane by yourself, except for the you know initial training portion, if you're at a company that's lucky enough to have a, a training environment um, that, that has a you know, two-seat plane. Um, so you're in alone in the plane and you have to, you have to make all those decisions by yourself. And so I think that has really, um, helped progress me as a professional, um, help progress my, my knowledge. Um, it's really, it's really pushed me to, to limits and, and helped me, um, gain that confidence. That's the word I was looking for the confidence that, that you need to be a professional pilot. 
And, and that's a great point. Confidence is incredibly important. And one of the things that I think, like you said, the, the perception is totally wrong. Uh, there's got to be a reason why people uh, look towards uh, banner towing in general. And we'll, we'll talk about uh, aerialbanners.com, our, our sponsor this evening, as far as their opportunities. But in general, we want to talk first. And, and one of the things that always comes up, and it's a question I'm asked uh, constantly, is can you really build time? as a banner tow pilot, Joe? Um, well, from my personal experience, I, I would say absolutely. Um, uh, my banner towings, I did eight months straight of banner towing um, before I was given an opportunity to jump into King Air. Um, and I put over 700 hours in my logbook on banner towing. Um, you're in the air. A lot of times, if you have a good campaign, um, you can be in the air eight hours a day. Um, uh, again, it's it's not you don't have like a a limit because of the laws and regulations but um just for safe operations our company said eight hours is the max anybody can fly um so you can find yourself eight hours a day four or five days a week in in an airplane interesting now you just said laws and regulations what what type of a license do you need uh to become a banner tow pilot is there a license a specific license you need before you can actually start working yeah, all, the only license you need is a single-engine commercial with VFR restriction and a tailwheel endorsement. That's the minimum that you need to, to start as a banner tower. And, and that's actually uh, that's pretty low time to get a lot of time. I mean, that I would say that's pretty challenging to get that type of hours as a flight instructor. Uh, banner towing seems like a great way to build time. Not only that, you're getting paid to fly. Um, in general, you know, as far as your experience, maybe not so much where you're working now, uh, as far as pay and benefits, what have you seen as far as pay and benefits uh, in the banner tow pilot regime as far as just someone who's an employee? Um, just an employee as a banner tower, um, I've seen um, $20 an hour per flight hour, um, and that's banner and tow hour. Um, so they don't pay you for that point two or three to pick the banner up and drop the banner and land. Um, but the banner and tow time, they'll pay you hourly usually. Um, and, and so I've seen from 20 to, to $40 an hour is, is pretty standard. Um, the veteran guys, guys that stay at their companies later might get paid a little bit more. Um, I've also talked to the mom and pop banner tow guys that say, Hey, we can only pay you $12 an hour. And it's really about, can can you do that? Can you live off of that? And me, uh, with a wife and children, I, I had to say no to those ones. Um, but I've been fortunate enough to, to find better out there. Right. And they, like you said, they can vary tremendously. Also, uh, if somebody, I know people have their own uh, small banner tow businesses, and they actually do fairly well and make a, a pretty good living at it. So it's it's very true. You can you can do okay, especially when you're talking that those kind of hours and that kind of money. Uh, you know, you can make a a, a, some, a living compared to somebody who's moving on to say some of the low paying regionals. Uh, not that the regionals <laughs> are low pay at this point because they really need people. Uh, one other thing that's interesting with the the banner tow is the fact that in this industry right now, we're seeing a huge flow into the regionals and people wanting to build their hours quickly. I'm wondering, Joe, have, have you seen many people come in the door and trying to get jobs as banner tow pilots? When you say come in the door and get yeah. a job as a banner tow pilot, is that to go to the regional? Right, right, or, just building hours um, to go to the regional. Yeah, yeah, we've had, we've, I mean, 
yeah, almost everybody that does banner towing has an end result and it's not in banner towing and, and that's okay. Um, I think that's the great thing about the industry is, is it helps to, to mold pilots that have those good decision-making skills and stick and rudder skills. And then they press on to, to fulfill their dreams of commercial or charter or private. Um, and, and I've seen all of that happen. As you know, I'm, I'm right now in a charter, um, that, that does that. So, um, so I did it and I've seen, I've seen guys go directly from there to regionals or guys get their flight instructor rating and, and want to do some flight instructing afterwards. So you, it really opens the door for you. Um, and again, when you have that minimum rating of a single engine commercial, you can get paid and start and it can help you pay for the rest of your ratings. And I think that's a great um, tactic to take. Well, that, that's awesome. I mean, I like how you put that. You can take that and pay for the rest of your ratings. So, man, you can get in and make money right away, and this is one of the best ways to do it, I think. Uh, other than flight, I love flight instructing. You learn so much, and it's a challenge. It's wonderful. Uh, one of the challenges with, with banner towing, uh, as far as moving forward in your career, is, again, you're not going to be doing any IFR flying. When you said uh, decision-making, I think that was an important point. Uh, you do make many decisions. I was wondering maybe you could give us some examples, some more examples as to what type of decisions do you have to make on a daily basis when you're doing the banner towing? Well, again, even, uh, the banner tow environment, you are the commercial pilot, you are the PIC, and you're all alone in the plane. Um, so any of the decisions that come to weather, if you've got a thunderstorm rolling in or building up as they often do at 3 p.m. in South Florida, um, that you have to make those decisions and either make the call to um, work your way around the storm at a safe distance or, or go back in ahead of the storm. So you have to be well ahead of the game. You have to know how much time it's going to take you to get back to your drop zone or your banner box, uh, as they like to call it. Um, so you, you have to have all those numbers ready and you have to have the fuel management. Um, a lot of times, like I said, you're, you could be towing banners for a four hour duration at, at one time. And so if you, if you're haven't done your fuel planning correctly and haven't leaned your airplane correctly, then, uh, you could put yourself in a dangerous position. Um, and, and many, I've read many stories of banner tow pilots that just run out of gas or get caught in a storm and, end up in the Bahamas or something like that. It's, it's, it, there's a lot of decisions to make as a, as a banner tow pilot. So uh, I think it's safe to say you, you, be, you become a real good reader of the weather, don't you? You do, and, I, and it's, it's funny you say that because I've always thought that I struggled um, with aviation weather, but it's always been one of my fascinations as well. So it's something that I continuously read about. Um, it's something that I'm always thinking about and always training on. Um, and just because you're VFR doesn't mean you're not thinking about IFR all the time. Um, uh, I got to do a four month, four and a half month uh, tour up in New Jersey, and uh, and that was very different than South Florida. Um, so uh, again, you had to watch the weather patterns and understand the weather patterns and what to expect and know when to go out and know when to stay home um, and and be okay with that. So. You can't have a macho attitude. You can't have the get it done um, uh, mentality. You you have to make wise decisions because again, you're the PIC and it's your certificate and future on the line. 
And that's something that you will be doing the rest of your career, and that's that's pretty terrific. That you know, obviously, you're going to do that as a flight instructor. You're going to do that as a banner tow pilot. So, I'm I've become a fan of banner tow flying. Just like yourself, at first, I was like, oh, gosh, I don't know if I want to do that. I personally love to teach, uh, so that that's why I went into being a flight instructor. But even as a banner tow pilot, I've talked to a couple of them. Uh, you can actually teach. I mean, you can go work for a banner tow operation and teach people how to pick and drop banners. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Joe, you folks actually teach people. I think even today you said there were some some training flights. So if you want to teach, you, there's an opportunity, right, as a banner tow pilot? Yeah, you can, you can teach. Um, our, our chief pilot usually does most of the most of the teaching. I've flown with a couple guys as I've done this for over a year now. And, um, so I've flown with a couple guys that just have a, a few flights in their training left. Um, we have a setup training program. Uh, and I think that's an important thing to have. And if you're a, a young pilot that's looking, maybe banner towing is the right thing for me. I would say, look into, you know, what kind of training they provide and make sure that that's a safe environment for you to work in. Um, but yeah, you can absolutely teach. We've had flight instructors who, who tow banners on the weekends just for some extra residual income. Um, and you love to teach, Carl, and I love to teach people, but as a new commercial pilot, I just wasn't confident in myself. And, and so I, I just wanted to get experience under my belt before I would consider jumping into a training environment. So I think for those guys, um, it's, it's a, a way to build time almost as fast as, as an instructor. Um, but you know, some people say about instructors, you're watching somebody fly. Um, you have to know everything that's going on as an instructor. You're the PIC. Um, but a banner tower, you have to actually do the flying all the time, too. You know, it's a, that's a great, great point is that as a, as a flight instructor, of course, you're very much involved in monitoring and actively monitoring the other pilot, uh, but you're not quite as, as much doing the stick and rudder. Uh, you're usually, when you're flying, it's usually uh, at a moment where you have to jump in to save the, the aircraft or, or the situation, whereas as a banner tow pilot, you're flying all the time. Uh, and I'm assuming, and this is uh, an assumption, so uh, you're not really flying with an autopilot, are you? Uh, no, I've uh, I've heard about some guys trying to rig up a makeshift autopilot with some bungee cords, but I haven't <laughs> been brave enough to try it. <laughs> I, tr I trust my hands and feet more than I do anything else. Yes, and those reactions, that's for sure. Um, you know, before we get into to aerial banners and their, what they offer, especially for the person that's aspiring to become a pilot and banner tow pilot, uh, airline pilot or build hours, etc., the type of let's talk a little bit about the type of person that should become a banner tow pilot. We touched on it a little bit, but uh, are there certain traits you would think that uh, make a good banner tow pilot? Um, I would I would say it's it's a lot of the traits that you would look for in almost any other field. Um, I th I think a strong one is is teachability um, and humility um, that you. You have to understand that you might do something wrong, and, and you have to learn from that, and you have to make corrections. And um, and there's going to be somebody that's going to tell you how to do something differently. Um, you also have to be able to stand on your own two feet, too. You have to know when to say no. Um, sometimes some companies are going to want that banner to be flown, and, and you're not comfortable with the cloud clearances, legal or not. It's it's your comfort comfort level. Um, so I think the mentality that you have to have is you get, you have to be teachable, um, and you have to, 
know your limits and, and your comfort level um, overall as a, as a banner tow pilot. So when I hear people talk about the fact that it's kind of the Wild West in the banner tow world, I think sometimes what they're really referring to, and this is my opinion, is that the, the person that is doing the banner towing is actually making all those decisions as to whether they can do, go. Is the weather fine? Uh, can I make this drop? Can I can I make this pickup? Can I go out and and do this whole circuit and do it actually safely? And I'm the one that's making that decision. Whereas a lot of times at certain schools and especially in the operations in a charter or an airline. There's a lot of other people making a lot of those decisions for you. You have to make sure that, hey, you know, this is something that you, that must be set forth in the regs or in our operating procedures. And if A, B, and C doesn't line up, we can't go. Now you're the one. You're the person that's deciding, hey, this is we're going to go or we're not going to go. And a lot of the onus, I think, comes on to the pilot uh, more so than the actual person that's in the operations, et cetera. I was wondering if, if you might agree with some of those statements or, or I wonder what your opinion is on that. Um, yeah, I, I, I would absolutely agree. I think the cowboy mentality is based on the pilot flying. Um, that's what it. That's what it really comes down to. If uh, if you want to be a safe pilot, then be a safe pilot. And if you want to, if you're that pilot that takes risks, I would I would say banner towing isn't for you because um, again, the altitudes that you're flying at and the locations that you're going to be, um, they're they're pretty. They have tight constraints. Um, so if, if you're one of those guys that likes to push the boundaries, I would I would probably say don't do banner towing because you could get yourself in trouble. Yeah, we don't want people getting in trouble nor getting hurt. And that's another point there is, uh, you know, because you are so low and slow and uh, there isn't a heck of a lot of room for error as opposed to doing those type of maneuvers at altitude. Uh, but with that said, I mean, there's a, there's so many great rewards to, to banner tow. As a matter of fact, there's this really cool video on YouTube. I'm going to try to find it, and uh, in the sh- and I'll put it in the show notes, uh, aviationcursepodcast.com slash 120. And uh, it shows somebody as a banner tow pilot in, in the plane actually eating lunch and doing a pickup and a drop. And it's, it's a culmination of all the really cool things. Uh, that you can do as a banner tow pilot. Uh, I I could imagine being able to look at things uh, from that r- cool perspective of being low and slow to the gr- and near the ground is wonderful. Watching some amazing sunrises and sunsets, uh, I think that'd be a wonderful part of the job. But I'm wondering, Joe, you know, what, what do you like about uh, the banner tow job? And you know, what is your favorite part of that job? I'm curious. Well, I hope I don't see too many sunsets as banner towing is all VFR <laughs> in daytime. So if, if I see sunsets, I'm starting to get worried. Um, I think the best thing, uh, that the, the biggest thing I love about, about the banner tow operation is, is precision. Um, uh, I've, I've built my entire career um, so far, my, my you know, very low hours, but I, I've built my, my training is, is aim for perfection and, and you'll probably be close to the standards. Um, and, and so I like the, the maneuver to pick up the banner um, because it's, it's, a, it's a very fast, very abrupt um, NG loading maneuver that um, you have to be precise. You have to put a, a, a rope that you're pull, dragging through uh, a pole, hold, two poles holding a rope that are, you know, six or seven feet apart. And so, um, being able to do that, that's six feet off the ground. So your airplane's probably 12 feet off the ground at that time. Then, um, I, I think that's the biggest thing that I love about it. 
and also just seeing the sights. I get to go down um, the beaches and, and, you know, look at the water and look at the fish. And sometimes if the wind's bad enough, I get passed by a golf cart on the beach. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of great things to see. And um, luckily with the company that I've been with is uh, they have a lot of markets. And so I've ferried a plane to New Jersey and back. And so I got to do that flight in a Piper Pawnee, um, which was, which was really cool. Cause then I got to, um, bring back that dead reckoning navigation and practice that again and, 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 and see the countryside just, just with an, you know, a window down and uh, the sun in your face, I think is, is just a great, it's just a great experience overall. Wow. That sounds really cool. And, uh, you know, you forgot the other really cool part of the job is you get to tell people you're a banner tow pilot. I think that's important, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's that's always good. <laughs> yeah, it's because it, I mean there is that mantra. It's, oh, it's a banner tow pilot. Oh boy, you know the assumption is you can really fly, and it's true. I mean, if you're gonna if you've done it for any period of time, you definitely know how to fly an airplane. If you're a banner tow pilot, you you have honed those stick and rudder skills. Uh, but you know, we we and I I really admire a lot of folks that do this. I will say one of the challenges that I sometimes hear is uh, it can get a little bit boring at times uh, doing the same route over and over again um but well, that's uh, why we listen to aviation careers podcast oh my gosh <laughs> that was that was a plug for our show but thanks joe i appreciate that uh so you do get to listen that's what i was going to ask you next do you get to listen to anything and and you obviously preempted me by that one but there's there's you can listen to podcast music etc and i know people that do that um it's also kind of fun i i have friends and I'm, i don't know if you do this they take some pretty cool pictures sometimes while they're they're doing some banner tow because i asked i said where'd you get that one i said oh i was working as a banner tow pilot and I took this shot. It was pretty incredible. Yeah, you get a lot of great pictures, but uh, be careful putting your phone outside the airplane. We've, I've known some guys who've lost a phone that way. So. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't let that happen. Oh, well, gosh, this is great. I mean, I, I'm sold on the idea of being a banner tow pilot. But let's talk a little bit, Joe, about uh, aerialbanners.com and Aerial Banners Inc. and what they do for the pilot. Let's talk about what they do for the pilot. One of the cool things about Aerial Banners, and uh, just to put a little you know granularity to it, they are not just in South Florida. I know that's, I think, where their headquarters is, but but they have a bigger market than just Florida, correct? Yeah, we, we have a really, really big market. Um, we've got, uh, of course, we have South Florida. We have a, a market in St. Pete. We, we fly up in New Jersey and the New York shorelines. We fly in Texas and Georgia um, and California, multiple locations in California. And we, we even send a plane up to Alaska in the summertime. Oh, cool. So as far as the, the flight time, uh, is that normally, just to go back to the job one, real quickly, is uh, do you fly just on the weekends or do they fly during the week? What, what kind of uh, hours uh, do you put in? Is it at the end of the day, the beginning of the day? How's that work? Um, most of it, in, it, it depends on the season. Um, okay, so we have most of our stuff is on the weekends, but then we have a big spring break campaign. Um, and so you're flying almost every day of spring break. And then they have summer tours. Um, we get contracts from other companies, big advertisement companies that want us to drag their banners up the shorelines of, of the New Jersey for the entire summer. And so um, we'll send pilots up and put them up and, uh, and have them fly probably four days, sometimes five days. They fly makeup days because weather isn't always as nice to you. Um, and so if, if you get into a good banner towing company, you could find yourself flying easily three or four days a week. 
And it sounds like AerialBanners.com uh, is a, a really good company to work for. Uh, I think it's cool, too, that they have a, an interesting training program. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, if somebody is interested in becoming a banner tow pilot, they actually can go through this this training program that they have there. Uh, they offer – it's an FAA-approved program. I know that. Uh, so you get all – you comply, obviously, with the 91113. Uh, but the type of person that is going to apply for that – uh, they have to first have a minimum, uh, a minimum of 300 hours. They do tell you on their website that you should have some uh, tailwind experience, but uh, they also have uh, this thing called a payback deal. So tell us a, a little bit about this program, this training program, and uh, I, I think you went through it. So your experience going through this. Yeah, I went through the training program, and of course I already had um, um, my tailwind endorsement, but I didn't quite have 300 hours. But um, what they did because I was a hiree. Um, now what they do is they'll also give instruction, even though you may not work at aerial banners and you want to get banner towing training, they can, they, you can pay the company and they, they'll train you. Um, and, but for hirees, what they do is you come in and you meet with the chief pilot and they give you an eval flight. Um, again, that's in the Cessna 305 and they, he brings you up and you do some basic commercial maneuvers and, he just makes sure you can maintain altitude, know, know where you're at, your situational awareness. And um, and then from there, you would move on into the training program. Um, and if you're hired, you the, the company would pay for training. But if you're just going to another um, banner towing company and you're just going through the, the program, then, yeah, you can you can work out a deal um, with the, the back office to to pay for that. Well, it sounds like it's a pretty good program because, like you said, if you're going to another banner tow company, it's, they must have a good re- reputation, aerialbanners.com, uh, for doing the instruction in the banner tow and the procedures, et cetera, because there's a lot involved, and uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that. There's, you don't just jump in the airplane. There's a lot of ground instruction, like uh, you know how the banners are made, uh, also how you set it up, uh, how you know the speeds and things like that, all your pre-flight procedures and all those type of things and uh you know there's also you have different uh waivers i guess for your on your certificates you have to understand those things so all those are are spelled out for you aren't they yeah everything's uh everything's really cut and dry um in our training program it's about it would if there's no holdups and or in weather or anything it's about a two-week program um that you fly almost every day um and you do some flights with the uh, in the in the bird dog and then you'll do some solo flights and you and then you'll do a practice some practice picks in the uh the P- piper pawnee and then and then you'll tow your first banner um you also like you said you get the ground instruction on how how banners are built and how they're supposed the different types of banners you have you have billboards you have letters and you have copies which is a billboard with letters behind it um, and so you have to be able to understand that and how to set that up and in this in the safe action of doing it, because um, there there's there's a right way to do it. And then there's an unsafe way to do it. And and you never want to be in an unsafe environment. So um, they do a very good job um, at being very thorough in the in the training so that they send pilots out that are prepared, um, and that know the, understand the procedures. And, and like you said, we do have, uh, we do have our own waiver that is, it is catered to our company and, and it tells us where we're allowed to operate. It tells what pilots are allowed to be flying. Um, and we get line checks just like anybody else, um, with 
a FAA official coming out and saying, hey, let, let me look at your waiver. And if it's not in your airplane, then um, you, you've, you, you've missed something in your preflight. So. Right. so that waiver is something um, most Benerto organizations get on a yearly basis. And uh, they are actually they really have to understand what that waiver entails. I think that's really important. Uh, because not just anybody can go out and tow banners. You actually have to have that wa- waiver as far as the type of towing and the banner displays that you're doing. Uh, one of the things that I think is really cool is the fact that uh, you're not just local there, but um, but just if someone's looking to go work for aerial banners, uh, would they have to be in Florida or do they have uh, opportunities to be based in other airports? Um, there are opportunities to be based in other airports. Um, however, most of our guys do come down. Um, you have to go through training down here. This is where our training environment is. Um, and so you would have to at least make two weeks to, to come down and, uh, and be here, um, in South Florida. But, uh, for our banner guys, usually what happens is they'll go out for the summer, um, and the company will, will pay their expenses. Um, and then, and then they'll usually come back or, or go to wherever home is for them. Um, but it's a, it's kind of one of those jobs where they take the pilots that have been performing well here in South Florida and they send them abroad. Um, because when you're abroad, you don't have, uh, the ground crew, um, in South Florida, we have a ground crew that does sets all our banners up for us. It's really nice and cush. Um, but when you're out on the road up in New Jersey, uh, you know, you're all by yourself and you have to be able to do everything right. And, um, the company, you know, when they send their people out, they don't take chances on safety. Interesting, interesting. Speaking of New Jersey and Florida, you're actually now in Florida. I'm actually in New Jersey right now as we're recording. So uh, this is their market. The the Jersey Shore, as they say, is a big market, uh, and also the New York skyline, which is just right around the corner from the Jersey Shore. Some really, really important markets out there, and really, it's amazing how effective, and we'll talk a little bit about that. I have some really neat statistics to share with people as far as how effective banner towing is. Uh, one other thing that I've seen before, and I'm wondering if you could you could talk about this a little bit. I've seen those, uh, you know, the banner, it's not a banner tow. It's like the, uh, what am I trying to say, at nighttime, the aerial, the advertising at night, the like the digital uh, signs. Uh, that's something else I think you folks do. And uh, is that something that anybody can get involved with? As far as uh, if they go work for uh, aerialbanners.com? Um, well, we haven't actually done the night um, flights in quite a while because the old system that we had was rig. It was a rig to the airplane with lights on it. Um, so you could put a message that kind of flies underneath the w- across the wings of the, of the airplane. Um, there are a lot of new technologies, and I think we're trying to develop something that can can show at night and that is digital or LED. And, um, and but again, these are things that are, are to come. Uh, I think uh, just like with the UAV um, traffic right now, it's getting really hot, and I, I think there's a lot of technology out there. And so I think um, maybe night banners might be on the horizon. I, I'm not sure. You know, it's interesting, though, those flying. We talk about banners, but by the way, we're also talking about those big billboards. I, I tell you what, those billboards are awesome. Uh, you know, I go, I live on the beach, so I see these. And, and honestly, it really does make me look up. As a matter of fact, 
this is kind of cool. And by the way, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, you can always click over to look at the website, and that's at aerialbanners.com. You can click from the show notes, or if you're in iTunes right now, look on your phone or whatever device, and you can click on that, and it'll take you to their website. There's some really cool pictures there as far as the banners are concerned. But, you know, so make sure you visit there, aerialbanners.com. But what's interesting about aerial advertising, I think this is really cool, is it, it, it targets different designated marketing areas. You know, they target geographic areas like regions, states, cities, and even sectors uh, within a city. Uh, they, they target a different economy, different districts, different, you know, the parts of the city, uh, areas of interest. For instance, uh, like a rally, you see them at, I see them at the Bucks games, uh, you know, any type of an event. So it's, it's very, very targeted type of advertising. Uh, really neat stuff. I mean, I, I was looking at their website. This is some cool, cool stats I'd like to share. Like the advertising, 88% of the people that they surveyed recalled passing the, the passing of a banner that went above them as an aerial banner within the last 30 minutes. So in other words, that's stuck in their head for the last 30 minutes, 88%. That's pretty good. And that's a very a lot of stickiness there. And uh, and 90, excuse me, 79% of the people surveyed, they said, recalled what the advertisement was that they were looking at. And uh, they and, and they say 67% of the people could recall at least one half of the message. That's pretty amazing. This this uh, survey they did was actually in Miami, and that's a, that's a really really good stat. If people can remember what you're saying, they remember. I think visually, those big banner ads are just something else. I was talking to some of my other friends that are banner tow pilots. The banners are great. The messages are awesome. But boy, those billboards are just phenomenal. Uh, I would think that, and maybe Joe, you could answer this. Is it? I would think it's more challenging to fly the billboard. I'm assuming. Is that correct? Um, it, it it is challenging because you have billboards of all sizes, and so you could have a billboard that's uh, uh, 60 feet by 100 feet, or 40 feet by 60 feet, or just a 30 feet by by 50 feet or even I've flown uh, a 30 feet by a hundred feet. So it was very long. And, uh, and, and so you, you do have those different challenges and what comes with that, um, that changes your, the performance of your airplane. It changes um, how fast you can, you can tow that, that banner. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, they're, they're very big and, and actually you'd be surprised they're with all the equipment. They're not even over a hundred pounds. Wow. That that's pretty light, boy. Um, but anyway, if if somebody you know, it, what's incredible here is the fact that you've dispelled a lot of myths. And uh, even for me, I've been pretty excited. I mean, if I'm someone that wants to to just try the at the banner advertising and towing, I can actually go out to their school if I want to, you know, say that I, I became a banner tow pilot. That's something they can do with the banner training. But if you're somebody who's looking for a career and wants to build time, especially with a new 1,500-hour rule, in other words, the ATP, if you need to build time and have some really good decision-making skills built, then banner towing, I think, is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. You know, uh, Joe, any before we close here, and, and boy, we could talk all day about banner towing. Um, I'm just wondering, is there any advice you might give to people uh, that are looking towards banner towing, or could you share with them even a story about yourself where, you know, maybe they're reticent to even try to apply because they think, gosh, that's not something that I could do. Um, I don't know if I have it in me. What, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that's thinking along those lines? Um, that's a great question, Carl. Uh, I would, I would, I would just want people to be encouraged. Um, 
uh, that's the biggest thing I like to do is encourage other pilots. And, and I, I think you're, you're much more, your aptitude is much greater than uh, the limits you put on yourself. Um, I think the only limits that we really have uh, as, as humans is the ones that our, our mind would place on us. And, and so I think if you, you want to try your hand at banner towing, um, then, then I think you absolutely can. Um, but again, uh, the mentality you have to have is you have, you, you have to you have those, you can practice your stick and rudder skills, uh, go practice your, your turns and maintaining an altitude and go going into slow flight. And, um, uh, if you really wanted, if you really want to hold a slow flight for four hours, have have fun. Um, <laughs> but but I'd say it's it's absolutely doable, and I think it's it's a great way for young pilots who are looking to to build start building their career uh, to get those hours in so that they can get to uh, the goals that they want to achieve. Um, it really does um, solidify the the training that you've already received, and it helps build you um, toward towards your future. And again, uh, most of the places that you're going to banner tow, there's a lot of companies out there and they're not a lone pilot. Um, you're going to be surrounded with other pilots. Um, so you, you'll have guys who can help you study. You have guys to learn from that you can talk with and you can go out to dinner with. And um, uh, that's something that I think has always helped me as an aspiring pilot is having um, guys around me that are mentors to me, even though they're my own age and younger. Well, that's some great advice. I mean, I really think that, you know, I agree. All, all the the different things that we put in our life that, that restrict us usually are in our own minds. And, uh, you know, if you can dream it, you can do it. And I think that anybody can do this. And, uh, you know, it's like when, remember, when you started flying, uh, you thought, wow, that's incredible. And I remember looking in the cockpit of an airliner saying, oh, my God, all those switches, et cetera. There's no way I can learn all those. And, you know, now that's that's what I do. And, uh, you know, there's, it, you can do anything. It just takes one step at a time to get to your goal. Well, Joe, I really appreciate what you just said. And also, I appreciate you coming here and also representing aerialbanners.com. Uh, before we go, just uh, another thing, too, is thanks for your service. And also, uh, you know, really thanks for what you do in aviation. Just uh, you, have, you have such a varied background in aviation. We didn't even talk about charter sales, et cetera. And that's, we may have you come back on. But, Joe, if somebody has a question, uh, there's a couple of things I want to do. Number one, go, you can go to aviationcareerspodcast.com, but also visit aerialbanners.com. And go to their training banner training page, and there's uh, there's uh, contact information there. If you're interested in their programs, email them. You can also email us, and we'll send those questions along to Joe. Joe, do you mind if, if we send you some questions? I'm sure there's going to be a lot of questions after this podcast. No, I don't mind at all, um, Carl. Um, again, I'm 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 I have under a different email, um, but you can email me directly, um, Joe R Myers, and that's Joe with an R, uh, M Y E R S at gmail.com. And I'm sure you'll put that in your show notes. I'd be happy to, uh, answer any questions and, and, and help guys along their, their path to, um, their own greatness. Awesome. I appreciate that. And of course you can go to feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. We'll get it to Joe. We'll get it to the other folks there at aerialbanners.com. Remember, go visit aerialbanners.com. If you're looking for a career, uh, something that's challenging, uh, flying an uh, airplane uh, to its limits, this is the thing you want to do. It really teaches you a lot about stick and rudder skills, which you're going to be using for the rest of your career. It also teaches you about decision-making, which is so important. Again, you're going to be using those, teach those skills, those skills of stick and rudder, and those decision-making skills 
for the rest of your career. Discover if you want to become a tow pilot, just go to arielbanners.com. Also, if you want to get the message out, that's a wonderful way to do it at arielbanners.com. Aerial Banners, Inc. is uh, is an awesome organization. They do a lot for the aviation community. Uh, they also help sponsor this show, and we really appreciate that. So we really appreciate you going and looking them up on the website, arielbanners.com. And uh, make sure you tell them that we sent you there so that they'll answer your questions. You heard about the career of being a banner tow pilot and Aviation Careers Podcast, but I want to know more. And also you can email us, and we'll send the emails along to Joe. Well, Joe, again, thanks for being on the podcast. We really appreciate what you do for, for aviation careers, and uh, we hope to have you back on again in the future to talk maybe even about uh, charter flying and some of the other uh, different flying that you're doing. And, and by the way, before we go, Joe, i just just curious as to you know where you are right now in your career and, and where it's moving right now. Well, Carl, first off, thanks uh, for having me. Um, and on behalf of Aerial Banners, we're, we're really excited about even the work that you're doing, um, uh, mentoring mentoring pilots, which is a, a huge part of, of banner towing is, is mentoring other guys um, into their futures. Um, uh, a little bit of, about myself. What was the question again? <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering where, where you are right now in your career. And, uh, and, and as far as, you know, you, you said you were building time and you're moving forward. You're doing some, uh, some charter. I, you do a, a Beach uh, 1900, or no, excuse me, a, a King Air 200, I think it was. Uh, what, are, what are your goals as far as moving forward? Yeah, so I, the company that I work with, Aerial Banners, um, uh, they, they also own... A, a King Air. And so it was just one of the opportunities. I, I worked really hard and I um, told them I was very interested in flying a King Air. And, and um, they gave me an opportunity when I just had around 900 hours and said, you know what, we'll send you to training and we'll get you, um, you know, checked out and you can fly with the chief pilot while he does that. And, and you'll be a, a rated King Air pilot. And so now I'm at, I'm around the 13 and a half hundred hour mark. So I'm, I'm very low when it comes to hours, but, uh, again, in aviation, anything is possible. If you only believe that you can do it, uh, is, is our mindset. Um, and, and, and so I'm doing charters now I'm part of the sales team. Uh, so I've been doing charter sales for a year. So I've kind of learned a lot of the back, the back end of it and, and what all goes into that. And, um, again, you get to learn more regulations, which some people might be boring, but it's, it's really kind of interesting if you look at all the different types of flying that you can do uh, in a career. It's, it's really interesting. And so I get to work really close with our director of operations and chief pilot, and um, I still do all of our flight plans. We don't have a dispatch team, so you get all those skills um, and you get to maintain all those skills that you learned as a private pilot even, um, and you can carry those forward um, with my career. Um, I, I am, I really, I kind of think I might want to do the airlines someday. Um, and that's, that'll, that'll be to, to come, but I, I'm just interested in the, in the next move. Um, I, I'm just really excited about aviation. I'm really excited about flying and I want to fly every plane I see. So it's, it's hard to tell what I'm going to do next, but, but, but I think right now, maybe the regionals and, and getting into the airlines might be. Um, what my family needs. 
Well, gosh, I know you're going to have a great career ahead of yourself, and uh, you've done some really incredible and dynamic things in your career. Uh, very interesting to talk to Joe, of course, and, and we appreciate him coming on. And, and if you have questions about you know some of the charter sales, et cetera, maybe we'll, we'll have him back on for another podcast to talk about that and Flying the King here. Uh, but this is, this is an incredible opportunity for somebody who wants to build a lot of time. Uh, so you know, like I say with every episode, if you're looking at moving forward in your career, all you have to do is take one step. Remember what we said, you look at the, the banner towing, you, know, you don't know if you can do it or not. Well, take that one step and go to aerialbanners.com and check it out. Check out their website and then email them. Email us and we'll send those questions over to aerialbanners.com or to Joe. And we'll, if you're at all interested, make sure you check it out and you should look at all different things. The reason I asked Joe also about his career is that he... Uh, turn this job of banner towing into this really cool job of flying a King Air and also doing the charter sales. And I think that's awesome. The, my, the point there is you never know what's going to happen to your career, but the most important thing is take that one step today to move forward in your career. Joe took that step and became a banner tow pilot, and now he's building time in a multi-engine turbine. And I think that's. And you'll never regret it. No. Never regret it. (laughs) That's for sure. Well, thanks again, Joe. We really appreciate your being on the podcast. And we really appreciate you listening today to aviationcareerspodcast.com. We'll see you next episode. And don't forget to do something, do something today to move forward in your career. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although host or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. Music by Billy Wheeler. All rights reserved.